Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. It's Frank Whaley. And we're coming to you on January 13th with episode 6 of season 5. Wow. Coming to you live. No, we're not live. Do you have any nude photos of yourself? Uh, no, I do not. It's too bad because I was reading about um, OnlyFans. We might have talked about this before. Yeah. And, I mean, Heather, I mean, there's an article. I was just reading this article in the New York Times. This woman has made about $60,000. She stopped working at her job as a medical biller in June. And she needs a way to pay her bills. So what does she do? She creates an account on OnlyFans. That's how easy it would be for you, Heather. Nobody wants to see my naked... And she has made $64,000 since July. Is it... Why? Is it because she's got, like, a... She's pleasing to look at? You're pleasing to look at. I'm looking at a photo of this woman, and she's no more pleasing to look at than you are. Okay? I would say you're pleasing to look at, Heather. So if you just make some photos... People would... People would gobble them up. I don't Ew. know what your problem is. Well, I would, I would like to see them. I would like to see uh, why they're worth so much money. How do you monetize your nudes? You sell them. People want to look at nude photos of people. I mean, if, if, look, if, my, if I didn't have the body of an 84-year-old man, I would put, I don't even know if they want men. Maybe I'll just do it anyway. You can do, you can totally do it. Should I do it? I'll do it. I'm happy to do it. Okay, here's what I could put on OnlyFans, something that I, did, I had to do a deep dive into today, which is the anal gland on our dog again. No, no, what, no, no, no. no. What nobody, I, nobody wants to see what, your dog's anal gland on OnlyFans. They want to see your nude breasts. Tits. I actually disagree. I think there would be a lot of people who would want to watch a dog's anal gland being expressed. You're trying, you're trying to evade the topic where you, I mean, I don't know why you're not exploiting the side hustle by allowing some photos to be published of you on OnlyFan and... Oh, that would be awful if you started OnlyFans and you had only one fan, one person wanting nudes. Then you would feel very exposed. You'd feel more exposed with one person looking at them than with, like, thousands. I'm going to do some... Um... I'm going to do some some practicing. Um, I'm going to take some nude selfies tonight and see what I can come up with because um, I got to I got to start. I got to start. I need a, 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 an income stream there, girl. Yeah. Tell me about it. Then there's this woman who's a uh, mom of three kids. Her name is Ms. Hall. I don't know why she doesn't give her first name. She's 27. I never thought anyone would pay to see me naked, said Ms. Hall, 27. It's been a confidence boost. Hear that, Heather? She has made about $700 so far. Well, that's not that much. That's not a lot at all. Not enough to change her life, but enough to make, a, make the holiday special. This is for your first year, first year I didn't have to choose between the electric bill and Christmas presents for my kids. I mean, this woman sounds broke. I wonder, are they taking full frontal nudes, or are they just part, partial? You have to sign up for OnlyFan and find out. I don't know where you find that. Probably it's an app you download. Yeah, well, like Cameo. Um, again, folks, anybody wants nude photos of me? How much should I charge? I'll, I'll screw the app. I'll, I'll cut out the middleman. If anybody, you know, anybody wants nude photos of me, what does the sixty thousand dollar lady charge? 
I don't know. Doesn't say specifically, but she's got she's made sixty four thousand dollars since July, so you can do the math. I think people sign up for an account and you pay like like a subscription price where you pay like ten dollars a month and you get a certain number of nudes. Again, I'll avoid the middleman. If you want nude photos of me, send five thousand dollars. Oh my god! And I'll send. I'll give you five nude photos of me. <laughs> you On want... the break there, by the way, I looked in the mirror. I'm not sending nude photos to anybody <laughs> for no, no for no price. Fuck that! I ain't doing that. Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. Do you want to play a little game instead? Depends. This is from our old friends at Merriam-Webster, and these are eight insults that are made up of a noun and a verb. And I want to see if you can tell me what they mean. So, if someone calls you a suck bottle, hey Frank, you're a suck bottle. What does that mean? That means I don't know. It means that you are a drinker. That's a ridiculous insult. Yeah. Where's that from? Is That's that from... from like the 1700s. Oh. A jolly suck bottle who was unhappily decoyed into the wrangling state of matrimony. Okay, tattletale. We know what a tattletale is. What's an ear banger? That's somebody who has sex um, with somebody in their ear drum. Oh, God, that you went like literal with it. Well, that's it. what I meant when I was in high school. What? Uh, it's a person who is over anxious to please his superiors or seniors. It makes no sense. That's like, that's like our stupid Kevin McCarthy. Right. Um, while there may be some similarities, the ear banger should not be confused with the ear basher, which is a talker in Australia. How about cheese pairer? Um, that's somebody, um, I don't know what. The, see, the definition says a skin flint. What? It's uh, is somebody who hoards cheese. No, who cuts the rinds off the cheese. All right, you want one more? I knew somebody used to hoard cheese. I'm going to give you two more. What's a quake buttock? Quake buttock. Um, that's somebody who has a problem with diarrhea. The buttocks quake. Oh, yeah, seriously. No, it's a coward. Oh. And how about this one? Fart catcher. Um, your mom? A fart catcher. Oh, my God. That's not nice. Oh, no. I meant that as a comment. This was slang from the late 18th and early 19th century. It means a, a valet or footman from his walking behind his master or mistress. They would say that they're a fart catcher because, oh like, God. Lord Grantham would be farting. And what's his name? The valet? Right. Mr. Bates would be walking behind him catching his farts. What's your favorite insult? Mine? Yeah. Shit face fuck. Watch the Bee Gees documentary. That was really good. So good. You 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 were you you were doubting because you you thought the, you didn't like the Bee Gees, but the Bee Gees were amazing. The Bee Gees were really cool. I was not aware of how cool they were in the was it the sixties? Well, they yeah they they came out of the sixties and then they were immensely popular in the seventies with Saturday Night Fever soundtrack that they that they uh, wrote much of the music for. I only really knew them from I guess Saturday Night Fever. And then into the 80s, they were cheesy. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. I thought they were, I, th- I, I still think they were great, even in the 80s. I mean, some of those more ballady things in the late 80s were kind of, you know, running out of steam. But the Saturday Night Fever stuff was amazing. Jive talking. Yeah. I don't know if that's on that soundtrack, but I know that obviously. Um, I believe it is. I showed you the dance that my friend Muffy and I choreographed to jive talking. Jive talking. Yeah, I wouldn't sing. And a sort of whisper, whisper singing. It's um, but one thing for sure is, can you name that? There's Barry, Barry Gibb, Maurice, and who's the other one? Andy. No, Andy was the young one. Andy was Robin. Robin had some gnarly teeth. Yeah. Um, 
and some crazy hair. Like, it seemed like Barry got his teeth fixed and Robin didn't. I think eventually they all, I mean, I mean, Robin's teeth are so gnarly that it was crazy, but he sounded like an angel. Which is, are they all dead now? Uh, Barry's alive. Barry was in the documentary. Barry's no, the oldest. No, that was Maurice. No, Maurice has passed away, as, as has... Um, that was Maurice. Um, that's not Barry, who was wearing, like, the beret. Yeah, that's Barry Gibb. Hmm. You can look it up, Heather. I'm looking I, it up. I, I know a bit or uh, a thing or two about the Bee Gees, and I know that Barry Gibb is still alive, living in Miami. He was, he was sort of the narrator of the documentary. Um, Andy um, tragically overdosed, and I know that Maurice died early 2000s, early mid-2000s, and um, who's the other one? Uh, Robin? Robin died, I think, bef- um, was the first of the three to, to die. Do you know that they had a sister? How was that interesting? Because all the Gibbs were famous except for the sister. Well, maybe she did something, maybe she did something, she accomplished things in her own right, Heather. But tell us who... Leslie Gibb. Leslie? Leslie Leslie Gibb? Yeah. Huh. Not to be confused with Leslie Bibb, the actress and girlfriend and over overzealous girlfriend of Sam Rockwell. Freaks. <laughs> she gets excited about everything. If you ever see her on the award show, she gets more excited for, for his uh his his uh people's choice awards than he does. It's like somebody 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 told her, you know, your whole family has been given a people's choice award. Anyway. I don't want to talk about Larry. Uh, Larry, I'm, I'm Larry. Not about, I'm not talking about Leslie Bibb. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Bee Gees documentary. Yeah, right? it was really so, good. I recommend. So you're looking it. in there today. What, was I? It's Barry Gibbs. Yeah, Barry Gibbs alive. Yes. He lives in, in I guess Miami. He, nope. Yes. He's the one who married that waitress. No, that was. No, that's Maurice. Heather. Maurice. You were. You, see, that's the problem. These days, you you spend <sighs> you spend half the time watching and half the time looking at your phone on on the old device. You got you to put the phone down when you're watching a Bee Gees documentary. Andy Gibb was the cutest. Andy Gibb was very cute. He, well, he dated um, Victoria Principal, who was on Dallas. And I must tell you that yours truly here had one hell of a crush on Victoria Principal. He, you know where he lived when he died? Somewhere we, where we were about a year ago. A year ago and one week. Windsor? Oxford. Oh, Andy Gibb did? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought he lived in Florida. I thought they all lived in Florida. I hope you're all enjoying this Bee Gees podcast. So I made the mistake of going on to the YouTube and looking at some QAnon videos to figure out what the hell I'm looking at when I see those the footage from the riot last Wednesday. And just before we came down into the basement to do this Bee Gees podcast... I wouldn't call it a basement. Donald Trump put out a video, and I think it's supposed to, you know, have everybody cool their jets because they're all talking about the revolution. And I'm watching this video now from the perspective of those people and seeing how they are going to read into it that Donald Trump is saying the opposite of what he says because they keep waiting for him to say a transition to a Biden administration. He won't ever say there's going to be a Biden administration. He's never said that. And when he says there will be a transition, that's what they're going to pick up on. And he also used a double negative at one point. He said, "Um, I cannot ask you, uh, I cannot ask somebody not to do something, right? I cannot ask you not to 
I think he said, I cannot stress enough or something. Oh, yeah. I cannot, I cannot stress enough, no, like, not to be violent. Right. So he's saying, they would say that he's telling us to be violent. Yeah, because they're all crazy and they have, they, they're, they're, they're out of their minds. They're going to read messages just like Charles Manson thought, thought the Beatles were talking to him. They all think that, he, that Trump's discussing this directly with them. There's so much similarity right now with Charles Manson because exactly what you, what you said, they think Trump is talking to them. But I don't know that Trump's not talking to them, to be perfectly honest. Of course he is. He said movement four times. He and, talk, referred to his movement four times. And He's not uh, talking about his bowel movement, But he also Heather. doesn't tell them exactly what to do, which is what Charles Manson did. He told them to go do something witchy. And that was Charles Manson's defense to say, I didn't, I didn't do any, I didn't tell them to do that. They did that on their own. Yeah, Trump said wild. Do something wild. And that's exactly what he tried to say. Also, just like the Manson family, these people talk about love. This is a movement based on love. This... And then they talk about murdering everybody in the same sentence and how, you know, everybody's going to have to be really careful because everyone's going to be waking up and they're going to, their minds are going to be blown. They're going to be like, oh, my God, I never I had no idea the world is not as I always thought it was. These people were saying the pope has been arrested. People, it is happening. The Pope has been arrested. And they said Anderson Cooper was arrested. And then when Anderson Cooper shows up on television, they're like, don't watch the mainstream media. It's all deep fakes. So that's not really Anderson Cooper we're watching? They think it's like a, uh, like a, a, some sort of hologram or something. That, so that wasn't – so I'm confused. That wasn't Anderson Cooper drinking tequila on New Year's Eve with, with – No, uh, Anderson Cooper got Andy arrested Cohen? like over the weekend or something like that, like on Friday. Uh, how do and, we know it's not true though? Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing. And, and then, the, then they say— I'm putting myself in there, and I'm, I'm trying to see things from their perspective. Maybe it's true. Maybe Anderson Cooper was arrested. Maybe the Pope is arrested. So they say Maybe that— Maybe the Pope's in Rikers Island right now, like, oh you know, um, trading cigarettes for sex. Who knows? Oh, my God. <laughs> so you and I talked about becoming those, like, high-roller, high high-money preachers. Well, I've always, wondered, I've always regretted this dumb choice I made being an actor. I could, why didn't I— my my first gut instinct when I was young was become a puppet master. Like, why not become a, you know, I'm not, I, you know, like a, you know, Jim Jones type figure. Well, I don't want to kill a bunch of people and give them Kool-Aid, but I could, I, I mean, I could. That's I, exactly what these people were doing on this YouTube video. It's like they're scammers, I think, because they're telling all these people all this crazy, crazy stuff. And then then they'll say and. I'm giving you an opportunity to join my inner circle right now. There's a link down below. You can, you know, for $24 a month, you can be in my in inner circle. And anybody, so they're making money off the, Okay, this. here's what I'm going to say right now to people. Okay, I'm out of acting. I'm into the puppet mastery now. So anybody wants to join my inner circle, and I'm not talking about anal glands when I talk about inner circles. You were talking about an anal glands earlier. I'm talking about my inner circle. Okay, it's $14.99. Or you can go to my OnlyFans site and buy a photo of me for $1,000. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Y'all come back now here.